All right, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Happy Sunday morning. Uh, soon to have the Giants and the Packers open up the Sunday slate of week number five games. And, uh, you know, the full effect of fall is in the air. Wiz, it's chilly, and we've got baseball playoffs, uh, lots of excitement, but uh, we're definitely excited for football today. Yeah, I really are. I mean, I, I don't know how we could try and uh, incorporate this into these podcasts. Maybe we could do it as part of the, the ones that we do at the end of the week or this morning. But like some of the stardom, sit-em stuff, uh, this, is a, this is a real tough one in Chicago with the return of Montgomery. Who do you start, Montgomery or Herbert? And uh, I know I have equity and I'm on Ross St. Brown and you do as well. Um, I'm kind of hoping they sit him this week, honestly, with a bye week next week. They're saying they're going to see how he looks in pregame warm-ups. But, boy, the guy is that cold, close to playing, and you have a bye week upcoming, and you give him two weeks more rest and let him come back being the same player that he's capable of being. I don't know, at least for me, I'm hoping the Lions give him a, you know, the, the, the game off and then let him come back in two weeks and uh, have him at full strength for the rest of the year. I don't disagree with it. I think the tricky part is you know, the Lions are 1-3, and three, and even though they're on the road in this particular game, it's, it's a winnable game going against the backup quarterback for the New England Patriots. And, and, and for, the, for the Lions, really a must-win game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand that. Uh, but as we've seen, you really have to think about the player in a lot of these situations. No, I agree. It's not like I, a, head, I agree. a head injury. No, I know, I know you agree. It's not like a head injury with Tua, but still just from a perspective of, of the rest of the season, there are 18 games now, and every team is playing 17. Uh, even though there are 18 weeks, every team is playing 17 games. Um you know, most of the season is a very early bye week in week six. So um, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But the, the Bears situation is going to be a real brain buster, figuring out which running back to play if Montgomery is a, is a full go today. All right, we'll do. So let's uh, let, let, let's get to the games. You want to go to the game slates first, or do you want to do DraftKings first? What do you want to do oh, first? You'll see the DraftKings uh, first, okay. I guess. It's the way we've been doing it. So I guess I'll start it off. At, uh, at quarterback this week. Um, for me, I'm playing two quarterbacks. I'm playing uh, Joe Burrow, um, 6,700. He just torched the Ravens last year, uh, and their secondary has been abominable. We, we've seen what teams have been able to do to them, throwing the ball against them. So I, I'm loving him at 6,700, and I think today is Tom Brady Day. Um I think he's going to be highly owned at 6,000, so I'm probably going to look to get some, um, you know, ownership leverage and probably move up and, and, and pay that extra for, for Burrow. But I don't mind Brady at 6,000. I just think he's going to be highly owned. He's 10 and 0 against the Falcons. He's kind of like had some struggles. He came on last week, but this is a game where I think he could be throwing early and often. The only issue. For Brady's fantasy prospects, is will the Falcons score enough points to keep up where he's still throwing the ball in the second half? So I'm loving Burrow and Brady, and I'm feeding Matt Stafford at 6,400. I just think with that offensive line, this is probably the last defensive line that they need to play, and uh, he could be under duress. And I just wouldn't be surprised if they, they keep the pressure off him. The Rams try to you know run the ball a lot with Akers and Henderson. So I'm feeding Stafford. All right, uh, I'll start my fades. Um, 
you know, I think the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, I talked about this in the preseason. I thought they were the most improved roster in the NFL. I think they're showing us that right now. They're 4-0, uh, playing well both sides of the football. Um, I, I think they're going to completely outclass Arizona today. So count me as one as fading Kyler Murray once again, Wiz. Uh, I am also going to fade. Uh, you may be surprised by this one, but I'm fading Justin Herbert in this game. Um, it's going to fall into my picks uh, for the week. But those are the two quarterbacks I'm fading. I think he's going to have a tough job uh, in Cleveland, outside, very different atmosphere. Um, so that's the guy I'm fading, uh, those two guys, actually. And uh, my two quarterbacks that I'm playing uh, are the same two guys you have uh, for the same exact reasons. Joe Burrow, um, tremendous my own uh, tremendous points last year against the Ravens. My, my only concern is no Pitts, no Patterson. That is a worry for me on Brady. But nonetheless, I think he's going to get a big lead and, and, and use his arm to do it. Yep, and you like Joe Burrow for the same reasons, I guess. Yep, uh, yep. Like him. All right, so uh, fair enough. Take us out at running back. All right, I'm fading Christian McCaffrey. This is not a good matchup. Um, I think Matt Rule might be gone after this week. There's lots of rumors about that. Um, But, you know, I'm sorry. Baker Mayfield has been awful, uh, beyond terrible. Uh, I'm I'm sick of watching it. Uh, so I think he's going to definitely struggle. So I'll be fading him. I'm fading Najee Harris in this ball game as well. Uh, I think Pittsburgh will be in over their heads against the Bills this week. Um, and on the guys that I am riding, I, I mean Nick Chubb is an absolute must start against a significantly uh, compromised defense with with no Bosa. Um, it's a, and, and they, I think they rank 30th against the rush again. Uh, the, the charges that is so. Nick Chubb's a must-start. I love James Robinson this week at 6,300, Wiz. And I think you have to start both of those Patriot guys, both Harris and Stevenson. I think ha- Stevenson's 5,500, and I think Harrison is 5,600 uh, against, against a porous Detroit Lion uh, defense. Uh, I think you can go ahead and start both of those players this week. Yeah, we have similar thoughts. Um, so my fades, I'm fading Najee as well. I just think going up against Buffalo, it could be a situation where they're trailing. It could be a situation where the Bills um, are just going to make a rookie quarterback beat them and just stack the box uh, against against Pittsburgh. So at 6,500, I think <clears throat> that's kind of an easy fade. I'm also going to fade Rashad Penny at 5,300. The Saints just are so stingy against the run and against running backs. Um, so Harrison Penny are fade. Nick Chubb is uh, agree completely. I like him in every which way possible today. DraftKings betting, all of that stuff. Um, if you look at the Chargers, they're picking it right where they left last year. I mean, let's start from week four and go backwards. Pierce destroyed them. The combination of of, of, of uh, Etienne and James Robinson killed him for 150 yards. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire averaged six yards a carry. The Raiders were trailing in that game, and, and, and Josh Jacobs still averaged six yards a carry almost. So in a game where I feel it's going to be contested, a different type of game than the Chargers played last week, you just figure Nick Chubb is going to get between 15 and 20 carries, and that's going to be uh, good enough to, 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 to have a big day on DraftKings as well. So um, I'm loving him. I'm loving Kamara. I loved him last week. He was inactive. But I think today against that Seahawks defense at 6,600, I want to play him. And I'm with you with Ramon. I took Ramondre Stevenson out of those uh, Patriot running backs. I'm loving him at 5,500. All right, Wiz, why don't you take us out at receiver? 
Yeah, receiver. Um, uh, Jamar Chase just destroyed um, the Ravens both games last year. So I'm going to stack Burrow and Jamar Chase. I mean, they, I think they've Chase has had some quiet weeks. I think at home this week he he breaks out. They look to get him the ball. I'm just going to keep uh, riding the, the Chris Olave bandwagon against a terrible Seahawks defense at 5700. Uh, I think um, Terry McLaurin bounces back. I, 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 he was a fade last week, as you know, and uh, Diggs and that Cowboy defense is his kryptonite. But I think today against the Titans will be a different story. So I'm playing him at 6,200. And Hunter Renfro, back after a couple of weeks off with a concussion, caught 20 passes last year in the two games against the Chiefs. So I'm playing him at 5,300. And my fade is going to be Marquise Hollywood Brown against an Eagles defense. Darius Slay has just, you know, shut down Jefferson and some of these elite receivers. So he's been terrific. He's been getting the ball a lot, a ton of targets. But at 7,200, I'm going to fade Hollywood Brown this week. Yeah, I think, was you, you bring up something important. There there are still a few lockdown cornerbacks in the NFL. Uh, both of my fades at receiver have to do with that, and I think you have to pay attention to those matchups. We've seen it so far uh, at the start of the season holding up very well. I'm with you on, on Marquise Hollywood-Brown for the same exact reasons. Um, I, I know Geno Smith and the Seahawks uh, offense has really changed the pace of the way they're doing things, uh, playing a little bit faster. Um, this is going to be a different story against a tremendous uh, New Orleans Saint defense you mentioned against the run. They're equally as potent against the pass, and Marcus Lattimore will be matched up against uh, DK Metcalf today. So uh, count me as one who's fading DK Metcalf alongside of Hollywood Brown. And as far as receivers that I love, all kind of in the same price range. I'm going to start it off last week. We were dead on on Christian Kirk in that very difficult weather, but I'm going back to him this week against a, a toothless Houston Texan defense. 6,600. I love Curtis Samuel this week. No Jahan Dotson. I think um, I think uh, Logan Thomas is going to come into this game. If he plays, he's banged up. But at 5,800, Curtis Samuel. Uh, Chris Olave, I'm with you as well. 5,700, no, no Mike Thomas. And someone's going to have to catch the ball uh, in Tennessee. Uh, Robert Woods uh, started to emerge a little bit more last week in terms of target share. I like him at 5,200, Liz. All righty. And now what are you doing at tight end? Uh, so I, 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 until further notice, uh, you know, for me, George Kittle is is really not a start. Um, I think they're using him much more on the offensive line, especially with Williams banged up. Uh, so even against ten, uh, well, Carolina is a good Carolina is a good young defense, but they're just not utilizing him in that way. He's staying into block a lot more. So I'm going to fade him. I, I'm going to just state this: if Amaron St. Brown does play, uh, I or doesn't play. Excuse me. I I am going to fade T.J. Hawkinson in this particular ball game because I think Bill Belichick will put all of his resources to stop that player from doing what he did last week. Um, tight ends that I really love this week: Dallas Goddard, forty-seven hundred. Uh, and you know what, Wiz? Uh, this guy's getting in the end zone. I picked him up in a couple of leagues this week. Um, but I think Disley at thirty-three hundred. Uh, the fact that he scored in three of the four weeks—that's uh, a player I like on the cheap. Yeah, I'm fading Kittle as well. I faded him the last few weeks. <clears throat> I'm just going to keep doing that. I, I, at this point, I have to either pick on Kittle or, or Pitts. Uh, Pitts isn't playing, so I'm going to go to Kittle. Same reasons last week, same reasons that you mentioned uh, today. And my tight end start is as clear as day to me. 
uh, the Falcons, I mean, not the Falcons, the, the Bengals cannot cover the tight end. They gave up eight catches to Tyler Conklin. I can only imagine what Mark Andrews is going to do today. So I'm going to pay up at, at tight end position uh, because I think this is uh, just a sure thing. Uh, Mark Andrews to catch somewhere between seven and ten passes on Sunday Night Football at 6,900 is my play of the day at uh, tight end. All right, fantastic. All right, how about break the slate, guys, Wiz? I, I have two this week, two that I absolutely love. Um, wide receiver, 3,200, Khalil Shakur uh, is just someone who I love this week. I think he's going to be starting, actually. Crowder's out. Um, uh, I think he's going to get um, I think he's going to get a chance to start this week. Uh, Crowder's out, I think, for the season. That's a bad um, – that's a that's a bad and McKinsey's in the in the concussion protocol, so I think he's on the wrong side of questionable. But in any event, Khalil Shakur at thirty two hundred and my break the slate guy at, at tight end, twenty five hundred salary, Kate Otten. I love him this week. Brady threw a ball to him three or four times last week. The connection started. No Cameron Brait against a Falcons team who, who just was another team that just doesn't cover players in the middle of the field and the tight end position uh, specifically. So, Khalil Shakur, 3,200. Kate Otten, 2,500. My two break this week, guys. What say you? You know, it's funny. I, I knew you were going to pick Otten, so I stayed away from him. Uh, and I agree with you 100%. But the other guy I did pick was Shakir for all of the reasons that you just brought up. I, we took I, the two break this week, guys. That's funny. Uh, yeah, uh, McKenzie's not going to play. He's just not going to play in this game. Everything. If you look at what they've done... Uh, Pre, pre, on, on the roster ahead of this game. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, Crowder's out, but they've made two moves at, at the receiver position, and that tells me that McKenzie is not going to play in this football game. Yeah, I, I agree most likely uh, as well. So um, we have the same exact ideas. So uh, let's move to the gambling portion of the uh, podcast where we pick uh, games and totals and uh, take us out in terms of the sides and totals of the games. We'll get to player props uh, in a minute, but in terms of the sides and totals, what are you doing this week? Okay, so you mentioned the Raven-Bengal um, uh, game. This is my pick of the week. I like the over at 48.5 Bengals and Ravens. Uh, I think the teams will put up points. Uh, but by the way, Wiz, I don't know if you noticed this, but Mark Andrews does not have a line on DraftKings yet. Uh, I, he had, It's the funniest thing you say that. he ha, he His yardage is not out. But his receptions is, uh, is out, so uh, I did happen to notice that. I saw I saw either early this morning or late last night that his uh, yards was not out, but I think his receptions were five and a half favorite to the over on that. So we'll we'll see when that comes out what it looks like. Yeah, because you know uh, we, Bateman's not playing in this football game, and a lot of attention is going to be on Mark Andrews getting the football from Lamar Jackson. Okay, so I like the over in that football game. Um, I'm leaning on a couple of favorites, Wiz, here. Uh, I love the Vikings at home against the Bears. I, I just think the Vikings, first off, they're, they're, they are a solid defense. I think they'll, they'll play better this week. And I think the Bears will not be able to stop uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, I mentioned the Niners. It looks too obvious to me on the line, but six and a half. I think Carolina is just going in the wrong direction. And I think the Niners will travel across the country and, and, and pummel uh, the Carolina Panthers, so laying six and a half. I like the Cowboys was getting five and a half points uh, against uh, against the Rams this week. I think they'll make that a, a good game uh, and, and potentially even win it. 
And I think the Cleveland Browns are going to win this football game against the uh, uh, Chargers this week. Two and a half points they're getting. Uh, those are my picks for the week, Wiz. All right, and we usually have like an under over that. Usually, like had a, a real clever idea last uh, week with the under in that Ravens uh, Browns game. Um, so I, I I want to get to the games, and I want to say just one trend that I've been following this year. When teams have, three times this year, a team has scored 40 points, and then the following week, the game has gone under. And there are three teams that fall into the category for this week. Um, last week, the Seahawks Lions game went. Both teams scored over 40 points. So I may sprinkle a little bit on the under in those two games. And Kansas City also put up a 40-burger against Tampa Bay last week. So I'm looking at maybe sprinkling a little bit on the under in that game. So just a trend I've been following when a team has scored 40 points or more, the following week the game has gone under. That's been 3-0 and so far. I'll see what happens with that. I agree with you about the Browns uh, as well. Um, and, I, you know, another game that I like just a little bit – uh, when you look at that Monday night game, Kansas City Chiefs, a big game on the road, Sunday night game, a, a game they were fired up for against Tampa Bay. And then next week, the game of the year that probably people are looking at, Buffalo, Kansas City. Even though this is a division game, it could be a little bit of a letdown. So I'm, I'm looking to sprinkle a little bit on the Raiders. But now I'm going to get to the five games that I absolutely love the most. These are five games that I feel uh, two-unit plays strongest about. Um, I'm going to start off with the London game. In in the last 15 years, when a team in London has been a seven-point favorite or larger, not only have all fav- the favorites won every game, they've covered. Six and all versus a spread when a team is a seven-point favorite or bigger at uh, in, in the London game. I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to lay the eight points. I'm loving them. Uh, my... My next game I take is the Saints. Um, I just think the this, this Seahawks defense has just been horrendous. So I'm going to leave the five points with the Saints. Um, Tom Brady, 10-0 and against the Bucks. I don't understand this line. I really think this line should be more like 14 points. It's 10. It's either going to be the easiest bet or the biggest sucker bet. So I'm going to take the Bucks, lay 10. We'll see how that goes. I think the, the Tennessee Titans are the most overrated team in football. I think one thing, one storyline today is the return of Brian Robinson, who six weeks ago was shot twice in the leg. And I love the commanders in this game because I, I think that is going to be such an uplifting story for them. And then the combination of the fact that the Titans, I think, are overrated. So I'm going to take a point and a half with the commanders. And then not only do I think the Texans are going to cover the seven against the Jags, I think they're going to win that game. So Packers, Saints, Bucks, Commanders, and Texans should certainly cover the seven, and I'm predicting them to win that game outright. I love it. All right. I love it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's going to be a very competitive game. First of all, I think the Texans have played pretty good football so far in this season. I, 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 you know, I know the record doesn't necessarily reflect that, but they have been competitive with Absolutely. So I'll take this out uh, on the prop plays. Uh, there's, there's, there's several that I'm looking at. I, I think Nick Chubb is going to get over 90 and a half yards rushing. Uh, again, talked about it on DraftKings and the player props. The, the Chargers are continuing, just continuing with. They left off last year. They can't stop the run, and this is going to be the game plan. I mean, Nick Chubb is just unstoppable. So 90 and a half seems. Pretty decent, pretty fair to me. So I'm going to take I'm going to take the over ninety and a half. 
The Kate Otten props have just come out. Uh, he's at 22 and a half yards. I just think Brady's going to, he's going to have four or five catches in that game. So I'm going to double dip on Kate Otten over two and a half receptions and over 22 and a half receiving yards. And then the last one is a crazy play, but I just have to play it. I'm going under Rashad Penny receiving yards, three and a half. I know it's so crazy. I lose on any single play, but they don't throw it to him when they're trailing. They don't even have him in the game. It's DJ Dallas time. And the Saints have given up nothing to elite running backs in terms of the passing game, like Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey. So, I'm going under three and a half receiving yards for Sean Penny. Wow, that's a bold one, Was That is definitely, <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely bold in, in a game where potentially they're playing from behind. But, you know, look, that's, that's what this is all about. Got to zig when others zag. Um, I'm with you on Chubb. It's my play of the week, uh, 90 and a half yards. Um, I'm double dip. I'm, I'm, I'm going on a two-timer on that one, over 90 and a half. Um, I love Daniel Bellinger this week, Wiz, in that in that Packer game where I, I think they'll be behind and you know the Giants are short on play catchers. I'm double dipping on his yards and his, his yards are at twenty one and a half and his catches are at two and a half. Uh, until I'm proven wrong, I'm, I'm riding Dan- Daniel Bellinger uh, on both of those. Uh, I mentioned Curtis Samuel, four and a half catches. I'm going over there. Uh, Bradley Zappi is not thrown for two, over 200 yards in this football game. Uh, 219 and a half is last where I saw, as, as I mentioned, I think you're going to see 40 carries maybe from comp combined between uh, Stevenson and Harris today. So I'm going to take the under on Zappi, 219 and a half yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be running a lot tonight, over 50 and a half Lamar Jackson yards. And I mentioned, I mentioned Christian Kirk. Last week he was under in a, if a difficult weather conditions. It'll be a different story against the secondary of the Texans, over 65 and a half yards Christian Kirk yards receiving. All right. A lot of stuff we got in there. Fantastic. All right, Wiz. Great job. Uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, enjoy the Sunday morning game, obviously, with the Giants playing the Packers. Uh, full slate of games. We got baseball later. There's a lot going on. Uh, a heavy pack Sunday. Uh, enjoy it all. Good luck. Uh, hopefully, we help you out and uh, win some money this week. Uh, Wiz, good luck in your games. And uh, we obviously will talk next week. You got it. <laughs>